0: Welcome to the Best Version of You podcast. A podcast about surviving struggles, setbacks, hurdles, and breaking out of your limitation. And above all, fulfilling purpose that you have been created to do. This podcast will be coming your way bi-weekly. We'll be discussing topics like discovering self, Dealing with pain and so many other interesting subjects. I encourage you to stay tuned and I remain your lovely host, Loretta. Omo. Hello, everyone. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon from wherever you're listening from. It's your girl again, Loretta Omo, and you're welcome to another episode of. The Best fashion of You podcast. I'm so excited! It's a new year. Yes, yes, yes! It's a new year, and we're starting this year strong. We're starting strong. We're starting happy. We're starting very, very positive. And I'm so glad because you are able to see another year, just like you listening to me and I here. I'm super grateful to God for all the possibilities that has come our way. And this year we are not taking it lightly. So we're going ahead and we're taking charge. And with me here, I have a phenomenal guest in the house. Oh my God, it took forever for this dream to come true because we kept going back and forth back and forth but i'm so glad i'm so happy to have the one and only terry Tucker in the building please drum rolls as i introduce terry Tucker. welcome terry Tucker.
1: loretta thank you very much for having me i'm really looking forward to talking with you
0: i know i look forward to this day i'm so 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 glad this day has come I'm so excited how have you been terry what's going on how's everything with
1: you Things are great. We're we're just uh, you know preparing for for the new year and, and excited about all the possibilities that uh, that things can bring. And uh, I, I'm just really excited to be on the show with you. I know we've we've kind of gone back and forth in this, and it's finally happened. And so I am I'm just really excited. All
0: right, good, good. I'm super excited as well. I cannot wait to hear from you. Wow, wow, such a privilege and a honor, and I'm not taking this for granted. All right, listeners, Terry Tucker in the building. I'm going to go ahead and do a brief introduction of who Terry Tucker is, and then I'll let him introduce himself. All right, Terry Tucker has been an NCAA Division College basketball player. Wow, a Citadel cadet, a marketing executive a hospital administrator. Oh, Terry, you have a lot of feathers on your cap. (laughs) undercover, narrow critiques, an investigator, a SWAT team hostage negotiator. Whoa. A high school basketballer, coach, a business owner, a motivational speaker, an author, and most recently a cancer warrior. Wow. How do you do all of this? Wow, wow. He's an author of a sustainable excellence, Ten principles to living your uncommon and extraordinary life. Terry is happily married to his wife and they live in the United States and currently reside in Colorado. Wow. I've actually been to Colorado. I love that city. It's so 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 pretty and quiet. I love it. With their white, with their waiting terra. Maggie, into 2019. Terry started the website Motivational Check to help others find and lead their uncommon and extraordinary life. You can visit the website at www.motivationalcheck.com. Wow, Terry, this is a wonderful bio. I love it. So you want to tell me about your... um, How did you become... How did your basketball coach thing started? Was it like an ambition for you back then in school? And how did it all... School after school, did you take up the career the the basketballing thing? And how did you push that further in your life?
1: Yeah, basketball has always been um, part of my life. I I am the oldest of three boys, and you can't tell this from my voice, but I'm six foot eight inches tall, and so <laughs> you know basketball <laughs> was kind of a natural extension of being tall. And I you know I I had three knee surgeries when I was in high school, so I was very fortunate, very lucky to play in college. And so when my college career ended, I thought pretty much basketball was over for me. But, uh, you know, fast forward 18 years or 19 years or so. And my daughter, uh, my wife and I've been married for 28 years. We have one child, a daughter, and she got my height. And she's almost six foot three. She's just under under that.
0: Impressive.
1: Yeah. I mean, she's, she's amazing. And was a a good basketball player so the school where she was at was looking for a basketball coach and and i had never coached girls before i'd only coached boys but it was a great thrill for me a great opportunity and so i got to coach her in high school and then she eventually went on to play at the united states air force academy here in the states, and uh you know that's She's, she graduated in 2019 and, and has been an officer in the new branch of the military here, the Space Force.
0: Hmm. That's impressive. Wow. So proud. Wow, 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 wow. I see that you take your passion and then you run with it. That's good. That's great. That's great. So I am, I'm, 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 I'm so, so happy because I see that you're an author of your sustainable excellence and ten principles to live in your, how did you come about this book? Cause I, I feel this had to do with part of your experience in life and you also surviving cancer, how, how did all this all start?
1: So the, the book was really born out of two conversations that I had. Actually, one was with a former player that I had coached. And she and her fiance had moved to Colorado, where my wife and I live. And we had dinner with them one night. And I remember saying to her, you know, I'm really excited that you're living close, and I can watch you find and live your purpose. And she got real quiet for a while. And then she looked at me and she's like, well, coach, what do you think my purpose is? Hmm. I said, I have no no idea what your purpose is, but that's what your life should be about. Finding the reason that God puts you on the face of this earth and then living that reason. So that was one conversation. And then I had a young man reach out to me on social media who was in college. And he said, you know, what do you think are the things that I need to know to not only be, (coughs) excuse me, successful in my job or in business when I graduate, but also in life in general. And I didn't want to give him the, you know, get up early, work hard, help others. Not that those aren't important. They are incredibly important. But I wanted to see if I could go deeper and maybe find something that would resonate in his heart or in his soul. So I thought about it for a while and I took some notes and eventually I had these 10 thoughts, these 10 ideas these 10 principles. And so I sent them the 10 principles. And then I kind of stepped back and I was like, Well, you know, I've got a life story that fits underneath this principle, or I know somebody whose life emulates that principle. And hmm. literally, as part of my cancer journey in 2020, I had my left leg amputated. And while wow. I was healing from that, and before I started the chemotherapy for the tumors I have in my lungs, I sat down every day at the computer and built stories and, and these are real stories of real people and real events that happen underneath each of the principles and that's how sustainable excellence came to be.
0: Wow, 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 I am so, so inspired. How did you come? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Terry, you are a survival. You are really, really a survivor. All right. So today we're just going to be talking about um, letting go and let God. So I've come to realize that many of us um, probably had a rough 2020, rough 2021. Probably many of us had to even carry over this whole struggle into the new year. But I'm here to, we're here to talk about today how to probably let go, totally let go of everything that might have happened in the in the past year that just finished on the kickoff this year, strong. And we're going to be diving into this 10 principles of yours. If you can share a little bit of the principle and um, how we can survive with it, how we can run with it to have that sustainable excellence and this extraordinary life for this, for this new year. And then how your being a cancer patient has helped you to, to stand strong regardless of everything that you might've dealt with. So Terry, um, just tell us a little bit about how your cancer journey started. How did you know you had cancer and um, what were the principles that have kept you going? Because despite everything that you had to go through your leg amputated the chemo and all that you never gave up on your purpose you were still strong pushing it all and you still do great things i see your bio here and i see everything that you do and i'm so proud so please tell us how your cancer started and the principles that held you
1: together during the process of this cancer sure so i I was I was a girls high school basketball coach uh back in 2012 and I had a callus that broke open on the bottom of my foot, right below my third toe. And <clears throat> as a coach, you're on your feet a lot. So initially I didn't think much of it, but after a couple weeks of it not healing, I went to see a podiatrist, a foot doctor, a friend of mine. And he took an X-ray and he said, Terry, I think you have a little cyst in there. And I can cut it out. And he did. And he showed it to me. It was just a little gelatin sack with some white fat in it. No Mm. dark spots, no blood. Nothing that would give either one of us concern. But Mm. he sent it off to pathology to have it looked at. And then two two weeks later, I get a call from him. And as I said, he was a friend of mine. And the more difficulty he was having telling me what was going on, Mm. the more frightened I was becoming until finally he just laid it out for me he said Tara I've been a doctor for 25 years I have never seen this form of cancer you have a rare form of melanoma that appears on the bottom of the feet or the palms of the hands and he recommended that I go be treated at the MD Anderson Cancer Center in Houston and you know when I was told all this I think I went through all the emotions that we experience when we think about grief you know i I was like in denial i was you know i kind of bargained with god i was mad i you know I, i went through all these different emotions and then i realized you know and and it came to me pretty quickly that these were the cards that i've been dealt you know what i i don't i don't like these cards i don't like the hand i've been dealt but I have cancer and mm. you know, wishing it away isn't gonna make it go away. Exactly. So I I just basically I turned it over to God and I was like, you know what? I, I will play these cards to the best of my ability, mm. but I'm still gonna need help. I can't do this by myself. I'm gonna True. need God's help. And and those, and that's really what has I talk about the three things that have gotten me through this and I call them my three F's and the F stand for faith, family, and friends. Wow. You know, I've always had a very strong faith in God. And you know, when, when all of this happened, it was like, well, you know what? People have asked me, "Do, do you blame God? Do you blame God because you got cancer? And and, you know, certainly in the United States, we're we're big on wanting to blame things. You know, we never want to take responsibility for our own success. And yeah, happy. our own misfortunes, I know. Yeah, exactly. And and so when things go wrong, we want to blame somebody. blame something, parents. something has to be responsible. Right. Yeah, we want to blame our boss. We want to blame our status in life, whatever it is. And I always, I kind of make a joke out of it. I, I always say, you know, I don't think God got up on a Tuesday morning and looked at his to-do list and said, Terry Tucker, cancer today. I, I, don't, I, know. Believe, you know, I don't believe that in any way. I don't believe no. God gave no. me cancer, but what God did give me was the power and the strength to get through these, I guess, almost 10 years now wow. uh, you know, to, to where I am still moving forward.
0: Wow! 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 That is so impressive. That's so impressive. Over ten years now, and okay, during the period you had cancer, what were the things that you were doing? Because I know you were in and out of the hospital a couple of times. There were days where you felt like, you know what, just take my life. I cannot do this anymore. This pains too much. You said something about you having the three F's. You, you fade was strong in god and then you had friends who would always check up on you definitely and then you had families who stood by you now along this line were there times in your life where you felt like okay you know what i know i had these three f's going on with me but i still i still feel like that's it i can't just push forward what were those things that you were doing or you wish that you could do at that time that you were not able to do but those three f's still kept you standing
1: Yeah, I, I, when I finished, I I had two surgeries initially to uh, cut out the tumor on the bottom of my foot, and then to remove all the lymph nodes in my groin. And when I healed, my oncologist, my my cancer doctor put me on a drug called interferon. And Hmm. basically, what interferon did was I took a weekly injection, and the side effects were I had severe flu-like symptoms for two to three days every week after Mm. each injection. And I took those weekly injections for almost five years. So imagine having the flu every week for two to three days for five years. Mm. And that for me was not a cure. That wasn't going to cure me. That was just to keep the disease from coming back. back. So when I, you know, there were so many days, so many times that I literally, I, I prayed to die. I was so sick of being mm. sick that mm. I just, I, you know, that I just turned to God. I'm like, please just let me go. Just take me out of this misery. And I mean, we've all had the flu. I mean, we, you know, we know what that feels like. And I, I just got to the point where I, I don't think I can do this, but then there were, I talked a lot about winning the day. I had to win every day and sometimes Uh, winning the day was just winning five minutes i've just got to get out of bed today and i've got to make it to the kitchen or i've got to make it to the couch or uh, maybe i'm feeling really good and i can throw a load of laundry in the washing uh, machine and help my wife uh, you know so it was it was that five-year period was was horrible and then in 2017 the the drug became so toxic to my body that I ended up in the intensive care unit of the hospital with a fever of 108 degrees, which usually is not compatible with being alive, but for some reason, my life was saved. And then as soon as that, yeah, that that was, that was, I don't remember much about that. I just remember waking up in the intensive care unit and, you know, they were telling me what was going on, but uh, I, I do remember at one point in time, I looked up, and I looked down my body and it was like, my body looked like the, the, the hood of a car that had been left mm-hmm. out in the sun in the middle of the summer. It just had these yeah. huge heat waves coming off of it, you know, from that fever. And yeah. so when the disease came back in 2017, that's in 2018, I had my left foot amputated. Uh, 2019, the disease worked up my leg into my shin and I had two more surgeries And then, as I said, last year, I had a kind of an undiagnosed tumor in my ankle area that grew large enough that it fractured my tibia, my shin bone. And my only recourse right in the middle of the pandemic was to have my left leg amputated above the knee. And I also found out I had these tumors in my lungs, which I'm still battling now.
0: Wow. 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 I still sur- so pray for you for safe recovery, for quick recovery, and for you to be able to totally, totally win and heal and be fine again. I'm so, 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 so praying for you. God is going to heal you, Terry. You are such an inspiration. So now my question for you is, you mentioned something about faith. Now, how do people build their faith when they are faced with this kind of situations? Now, I know I'm not saying that everybody has to deal with cancer, but then there are different battles people fight. You know, there are different battles we're fighting, there are different things we're chasing, there are different things we're struggling with. How do you, how do you build your faith? Because I knew you had to build your faith to a point whereby you knew that this was meant for a reason and you knew that this would not take you. Even though it was going to take you, even though you felt... You felt like giving up at a point, but you knew if I die today, I, I'm dying a just death. You know, I'm going somewhere. I knew where I was going to. How do people build their faith during situations like this?
1: I, I I think, you know, you can kind of go one of two ways. You can you can go the route of, you know, I can't believe you did this to me, God, which I did not go down that road. You know, I, I, I never have believed. I just don't think God works that way. I, I, no, you know, he doesn't. He, no, yeah, I am not a believer
0: is, of that as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Bad things are gonna happen to you in life. I, I I've always said that, you know, we're all going to experience pain in our lives. And it doesn't have to be cancer pain like mine or even any kind of an illness. It could be as simple as, you know, you flunk a test at school or you you break up with your boyfriend or your girlfriend, or you don't get the promotion at work that you think you deserve. Mm. Pain is inevitable. Mm.
0: Suffering,
1: suffering on the other hand, suffering is optional. Suffering is what you do with that pain. Do you take that pain and use it to make you a stronger and more determined individual? Or do you wallow in that pain and want people to feel sorry for you and feel sorry for yourself? It's like so many other things in life. It's a choice. It's a choice of how you want to act. And now, granted, my faith has played a huge role in my ability to handle all this pain and this garbage and and all this this difficulty that I've been through. And I think without it, it would have been much harder for me to deal with this. Because, as I said, there were days I prayed to die. I I literally was like, please, God, just kill me. Just Mm. get me out of this. But I remember a couple months ago, my doctor showed me the CAT scan photographs, and, and I don't have any medical background, so I don't necessarily know what what should or shouldn't be there, but I, I remember he showed me the photographs of when I had my leg amputated and the tumors in my lungs, and I had all this fluid around the spaces uh, on the outside of my lungs, and I had these big tumors in my lungs, and I looked at them like, how was I alive? And he hmm. said. He- Looked at me and he said, I, "I don't know. I don't know how you were alive." Which said to me that God's not done with me yet. You know, oh, He's got something for me. Yeah, And when I die and how I die is way above my pay grade. That's kind of a joke, but you know, I, know. I always say hey, way above <laughs> it's, my not, pay it's grade.
0: not something you can control, right? Exactly,
1: right. You know, so why even worry about it? You know, live the best life. And you know, when I when I found out I had these tumors. I went with my wife to the to the mortuary, to the cemetery, and to the church, and I planned my funeral. And oh, I, you yeah. know, I go on podcasts and I talk about motivation and positivity and continuing to move forward. And when I when I said that I planned my funeral, I had some brushback from people. People were like, you know, don't you think that's kind of a defeatist attitude? You know, mm. and I sort of smiled and I was like, well. Last time I checked, I think we're all going to die. I don't think anybody
0: <laughs> I love no one, that face. Nobody's working that. on a cure
1: for life right now, you know. So I, I guess the point is that everybody dies, but not everybody really lives. And I heard a, a Native American Blackfoot proverb years ago that I just love and I'll share it with you real quick. And it went like this when you were born, you cried and the world rejoiced. Hmm. live your life in such a way so that when you die the world cries and you rejoice Hmm. that's what i want and i think the important words in there are live your life you know live your life. life so that when you die the world cries and you rejoice that's what i want to do
0: good good wow 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 you're really really inspiring you're really inspiring i like the fact that you're motivating people the, your 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 major aim is to live your life so that when you die, people will people will cry. But then they will have something to say that Terry is was such a phenomenal person. Admit everything, he was still an inspiration to us all. And I'm so so glad. I'm so glad that you're you're living your life with the impactation. You're living your life each day, and you're making each day count. Wow 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 wow. Terry, this is. This is this is really, really worthy of a relation and I'm so, so happy for you. So now I'm going to ask you some questions. You know, you said something about family, faith and friends and family. Now, for people who probably reside like we do reside, a lot of people might not be home in their home country where they have families and friends. And some people, families could be far away. How do you go through your difficulty or trying to be better off without friends or without families around you i know people say we build friendship and then we 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 build families but if you don't have families around what are the other alternatives or how would you suggest that we people stay um stay same with friends and family alongside their fate
1: i i I think it's important i mean if you you look at the Bible. If you look at you know the 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 first book of the Bible, Genesis, where you know God made man, and you know He made all the, the the beasts and and the flowers and the trees and everything else, and then He realized that it wasn't good for man to be alone, and so you know He put man to sleep. He took out a rib and he made woman. And I think the important point there is that we're not supposed to be individuals. We're not supposed to be by ourselves. We're supposed to be together. And, and one of the things that I think I learned um, during all the years that I played basketball, you know, which is a team sport, it's not an individual sport. But one of the things I learned is that the importance of being part of something that's bigger than yourself. And, you know, as a, as a player, you realize that if you didn't do your job, not only were you letting yourself down, but you're letting your teammates down and your coaches down and your fans down and your parents down, et cetera. And if you think about it, the biggest team game that we all play is this game of life. And so, you know, the, the way I look at it is we're not designed. You know, I mean there, there's a lot of especially with young people today, you know, there's like, you know, it's all about me. There's a lot of criticism amongst young people that it's all about them. It's it's not. It's not about you individually. It's about us collectively. It's about, I mean, individually, it's hard for us to get anything done. But collectively, when we come together and we support each other and we love mm. each other and we nurture each other, we can get anything accomplished. Mm. So I, I would tell people, you know, this this pandemic has been hard. It's been extremely difficult. But use that difficulty. Use that difficulty To make you a stronger individual. Get out there, and and this may be something that people can do, an actionable item. I always tell people every day, you should do one thing that makes you nervous, that scares you, that makes Mm. you uncomfortable, that Mm. could be potentially embarrassing. Because mm-hmm. if you do that, and it doesn't have to be a big thing, you know, maybe, hey, you know, my neighbor next door, I really don't know him, go knock on the door. Hey, how you doing? I know there's social distancing and COVID and all that kind of stuff. But I'm I just, just want to introduce, introduce myself. myself. Hmm. Yeah, just want to introduce myself. Hi, I'm Terry. You know, how are you? You know, if you need anything, you know, I'm right next door, knock on the door, that kind of thing. So, you know, do something that maybe is out of the ordinary that that makes you nervous, because when the big things in life Hit you, And they hit all of us. You know, you lose somebody that's very close to you or, you know, you lose your job or you're living out of your car or whatever that ends up being. If you do those small things every day, when the big things hit, you're going to be able to handle those because you'll have the power and the resilience to do that.
0: Mm, wow 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 i am learning so much from you terry you are so 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 much of an inspiration right now god thank you thank you so much terry all right this brings me back to my last question that's the, and then we'll just call it um an evening here so uh in 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 times where where you have um families, and then then you try to make friends because, like you said, no man is an island. God actually put people in your place so that way we, we all can all work together and come up with a greater goal. Now, there, there are times where people will sort of turn their back on you. People will sort of disappoint you or people will sort of betray you, you know. And this has kind of made a lot of people held back a lot of people don't want to come out of the shell because they feel like, oh, I don't I don't trust them or I've, I've been there before and I've been hurt and I don't find it interesting trying to come out there or to make friends or to create a family when I already have my own family. And, you know, this is not them fulfilling purpose and this is not them trying to do what God wants them to do. But at the same time, we respect people's opinion. You respect people's privacy and people's decision. Well, how would we manage... Between knowing when to push to, to be able to have people around us and on when to actually just step back and tell yourself, at this point, I think I'm okay, and it's okay not to have family and friends around me at this point. When do you find that balance?
1: I, I guess what I, how I would answer that is, is, is this way. You know, Loretta, if I didn't know you, but I knew the five people that you hung around with the most, hmm. I could probably tell you a whole lot about you, the type of person that you were. And I always truth. tell people, if, if they're, if the people that are surrounding you in your life, if they're not nurturing, if they're not caring, if they're not uplifting you, if they're not being willing to tell you the truth, mm. then get those people out, of your, out life. of your life. Surround yourself with people who will love you, who will care about you, who will be honest with you. And I know mm. a lot of times we get to that point where, you know, somebody's like, hey, Terry, you know, you're really messing up here. I wouldn't do that. And what do we do? It's like, oh, you know, hey, you said that to me. You're not my friend anymore. Mm. Friend anymore. No, mm. you really are my friend because hmm. you're willing to tell me, tell me the, the truth. True. Exactly. And you're willing to sacrifice our relationship if I want to be a jerk about it and say, hey, you know, you're not my friend anymore because you didn't say what I want to say: You need people around you that will tell you the truth. And so, mm. I, I would I would agree with you. If you've got people around you that you know are putting you down, that are you know making fun of you and stuff like that, you don't need those people in li- in mm. your life. You're better off being alone. But over time, you will find those people who care about you, who want the best for true. you, who want you true. to be successful in life. And those are the people you surround yourself with. And you, hmm. if you do that, you're going to have great friends and you're going to have a great life. Good,
0: good, good. Awesome. Awesome. I i hope my listeners have gotten this one and I believe that they're going to apply this into their daily life. So, so for us to round up this session right now, as um, we'll start the year, what is your words, your couple of advice and um. Moral values that you would like to share right now to people as they kickstart the year, knowing fully well that things might not be a little bit too easy right now for a lot of people, or knowing fully well that things are actually going smoothly for them. But then we don't know what's going to happen in a couple of months from now and all that. So, what do what what what's your final words for people out there?
1: I'll leave you with this. These are these are what I call my four truths, and and mm-hmm. I have learned these. Over these last 10 years, they're they're what I call kind of the bedrock of my soul. They're a good place to build a life off of. And if any of them resonate with your listeners, feel free to use them. Feel free to do use them as part of your life. And I have them right here on my desk. They're, they're one sentence each, and I'll give them to you. And the first one is this. You need to control your mind or your mind is going to control you. Hmm. So we get 60 to 70,000 thoughts in our brains every single day. You know, Hmm. when negative thoughts come in, you need to flip that switch. You need to change the narrative to something positive. If you Hmm. think about it, our brains can hold one thought at a time. Hmm. Why would you want to make that a negative thought?
0: Exactly.
1: So that's the first one. The second one is embrace the pain and the difficulty that we all experience in life. And use that pain and difficulty to make you a stronger and more determined individual. You know, we we tend to, you know, our brains are hardwired to avoid pain and discomfort and to seek pleasure. So, you know, anytime the status quo is, is good, the brain's fine. You know, hey, things are fine the way they are. Don't mess with them. But the only way you're going to grow, the only way you're going to get better is if you step outside that status quo, that zone, comfort zone, exactly. yes. and you do something better. So instead mm. of running from pain, I guess what I'm suggesting is doing just the opposite. Exactly. Burn. Embrace the pain. Accept it. it. Take it. Flip <laughs> Take it inside. It. Yeah. Use it as fuel. Burn it as energy mm. to make you a stronger and better human Congre- even- you. Yeah. So that's number mm. two. Number three is pretty much of a legacy truth. I think it's important for all of us to to sort of think about the end game in our life. I mean, for a lot of cultures, ancestry is very important. You know, what would your ancestors say about the life you've lived? You know, Hmm. what would God say? What would exactly? Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, that's true. So, So here's number three. It's this: what you leave behind is what you weave in the hearts of other people wow and and then number four is pretty self-explanatory it's this as long as you don't quit you can never be defeated and the Mm -hmm. way i look at that is my pain is going to end someday it may end through surgery it may end through medication quite frankly it may end when i die but if i quit if i give up if i give in to pain then pain will always be a part of my life.
0: Mm. Well, 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 Terry Talker, you have broken the tables in this room. You shook the tables. I am so, so, so happy. Oh my God, I've learned a lot. Embrace your pain. There's so much, so much, so much, so much values that you just dropped here tonight. And I'm so, so happy. I'm so glad. All right. So if my listeners would want to get in touch with you, you want to share your handle, you want to share your tags, your Instagram, Facebook, whatever handles you would like to share right now, you're you're welcome to do that right now. So in case they want to reach out to you.
1: blog, it's called Motivational Check. I put up a a daily thought for the day. And with that thought comes a question that maybe you should think about how to apply that in your life. On Mondays, I put up the Monday morning motivational message, which is sometimes a video or a story. Uh, But Motivational Check, you can get access to my book. You can get access to my social media sites. You can leave me a note or a message. But MotivationalCheck.com will get you to me
0: all right all right all right i hope we've had that so just write that down click on it and then follow him right away and send your messages i'm sure terry will be right there to reply your messages on that note we've come to the end of today's episode of the best version of you podcast letting god and let go let god in in this new year take up all those principles and work with them and they will surely work for you all right thank you all so much thank you terry once more i'm so glad was a honor to have you on on the show tonight and i hope to do this again with you some other time thank you so much Derek. thank
1: you thank you for having me i appreciate it
0: all right thanks for joining us this week on the best version of you podcast make sure to visit our website coming your way soon on www.loritaoma.com where you can subscribe to shows on itunes or spotify so, you will never miss a show. You can also follow us on our social media platform on Instagram, Loretta Omo. If you love this show, please leave us a rating on iTunes or Spotify so that we can continue to bring you exciting episodes. Thanks for listening and see you next time. I remain your lovely host, Loretta Omo. Stay loved always.